Hello and welcome back to the A Beautiful Beginning Podcast. This is your host Shakia and I'm coming in today with a snippet. Um, hopefully I'll be less than 35 minutes. Um, I'm not feeling my best so I'm gonna try to like keep it short but I just thought I should comment on this um, because in the land of feminism and in the land of masculinity we have some people that are so brainwashed and so you against me and me against you that no one can see the middle line and so when we look at this Risa Tisa story with this Legion guy I call him Willie Earl okay I call him Willie Earl I don't call him Legion I call him Willie Earl when we when we look at this story there are a lot of women who can empathize with Risa Tisa because they've been there they have met guys who have put on this front told lies um made them believe that they were this 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 and that and then on the flip side there are guys who feel like they've met Risa Tisas that expected so much from them and then they weren't even able to do that for themselves so I thought I would just kind of do a little deep dive into this so the first thing just in my little opinion don't even matter much um, because it's not going to take or give anything to Risa Tisa now, is that Risa Tisa was very clear that she didn't make the most money, she didn't live where she wanted to live, and she didn't drive what she wanted to drive, okay? So she was working a job. She had a job. She didn't have a, a definite career, okay? She did okay, but she would like to do better, all right? And from the beginning, you could tell that Risa Tisa is one of the girls who likes things. Like, Risa Tisa is not going to turn down the Louis, the Pradas, the Chanel's if it's given to her. She wants those things. She would like to have those things. She'd like to have a nice house. She'd like to have a nice car. She would like to have a nice, comfortable living. That is not something I wouldn't expect from too many women, Okay. I wouldn't expect that a woman would say, I don't really care. I could live outside in a two-bed shack as long as I got a place to lay my head. There are some women who will say stuff like that to give off this this impression that, oh, I don't think I'm better because they're afraid to admit that they do want a certain lifestyle. They're afraid to admit that they do like nice things because you will totally get your head bit off on the masculine side where these the red cup side where these men will bite your head off for admitting that you do like nice things so i could i could see there there is something that don't forget okay just like risa said don't forget that don't forget that risa liked a certain lifestyle and she liked certain things willie earl here you know risa referred to him as lesion i'ma call him willie earl Willie Earl over here on the other end, forklift driver, um, um, two-time divorcee, um, somebody who lie, 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 cheat and steal all his life, okay? But Willie Earl over here was willing to, you know, help help this damsel in distress. You know, her tire blew. He went and took her to the place. Told her where she needed to go to get her tire fixed. He fixed it and paid for it. He got, you know, her a new tire and paid for it. Um, after that time, 
Um, he took her out to Cheesecake Factory. They had a good time out. Um, and he even within weeks moved in with Risa Tisa and helped her pay bills so she would not have to carry that full load financially on her own. Now, there's a lot of women saying that's what a man should do. That's what a man should do. Now, let's get to some other parts of this story. Willie Earl over here lying his ass off, saying he's a VP of some condiment company. He has a company car, a BMW. Um, he's approved for these damn $700,000 homes and all this other stuff. And he's built this life in his head. This ex-NFL player, he's a VP. He's the man. He got all this money. And he's after Risa Tisa. Now, this is where people will get pissed off with me. This is where people will get pissed off. Now, y'all going to get pissed off because Kevin Samuel said this. And a lot of men will say this because realistically, look at statistics, look at things going on around you. When does a six foot five handsome black man who is a VP of a company making over $250,000 a year. When have you seen them interested in Arisa Tisa? Like they may have been married to Arisa Tisa for over 15, 20, 30 odd years, but they don't initially go after Arisa Tisa off the bat. Y'all get mad all you want to. Get mad on all you want to. Get in your damn feelings about how black men are so this and they're so this and they're so that. But I'm going to bring both sides to the carpet. Because two sides can be right and two sides can be wrong. Risa Tisa was looking for Willie Earl to pay her way. Risa Tisa wasn't doing no more than damn city girls. Y'all just looking at Risa Tisa and, oh, he did her so wrong. Why are you thinking that? Because if Risa Tisa looked like Portia Williams, y'all going to say she a bird brain hoe. She ain't nothing but a hoe. She wasn't after nothing with some money. Oh, she all that, you know, you get these pretty girls a pass and look what these hoes do. They ain't after nothing but some money. Really? So you going to sit here and tear down Portia. But you ain't going to tear down Risa Tisa and bring her ass to the carpet for the fact that she really was after Willie Earl because Willie Earl could pay for some things and she ain't had the money to do it. Cut it out. Cut it out. Both sides are wrong. Willie Earl ass crazy. I work with men like that and mental health all day, every day. His ass is crazy. You could be sitting having a conversation with them damn patients and in two seconds you will know within minutes within to that conversation within seconds you will say to yourself this a damn fool as soon as that joker say you know i got you know um i've been you know writing a couple of films for like steven spielberg and i've been doing a couple of projects with oprah oh okay yeah yeah i don't tell everybody you know i'm a millionaire yeah i got my money you know i own several properties there's plenty more foes out here crazy that haven't been properly diagnosed. And half of them been diagnosed, their ass ain't know they medicine. So they have a real breakdown and then they have to come into a mental health facility. Y'all need to stop this bullshit with trying to go after Willie Earl and give 
Risa Tisa all this grace when she wasn't nothing but a modern day city girl, but y'all giving her a pass because she don't look like a city girl. Because I'm going to tell you right now, a lot of these women that are, oh, I feel so bad for her, will be talking shit if she really did look like a Carisha. If she did look like a Portia Williams. They'll be talking so much trash about these hoes out here do anything for a dime. She got what she deserved. She went after that man just because she knew she wanted her bills paid. That's what y'all do. And you sit up here and throw a double standard that you don't like thrown at you. And give way to bullshit. She full of shit just like Willie Earl over there full of shit. His crazy ass coming up with all these damn stories. But at the end of the day, I just have to say this. Willie Earl, when this girl called him, they were on their way to Cheesecake Factory. Okay? Willie Earl agreed to take her out on a date. They're on their way to Cheesecake Factory. She calls Willie Earl, says, I got a flat. Now, I'm going to tell y'all, bird brain, half of something. Because I get sick and tired of these damn gender wars. I'm sick and tired of black women crying and going back and forth. Own up to your shit, too, okay? And know that nobody owns you nothing. Nobody. Nobody. I don't care what you think. The same way you will safeguard your money is the same way that man has to safeguard his. If he making over $250,000 a year, he don't have to get on the phone with you and say, okay, pull off on exit so-and-so and go to this spot. She pulls off. It's a legitimate tire place. He don't have to pay for shit for you. I don't know you. The hell I'm going to pay for your tire for do, for you. Well, that's the right thing to do. Right thing to do. I don't owe you shit. I don't know you. Why are y'all so hell bent on trying to get this whole fairy tale Superman, this whole knight in shining armor, and then when you get a regular smuggler forklift driver with two two ex-wives and kids and he ain't making the money and he ain't shit he a dusty ass nigga oh really he was a dusty when he went over there and paid for her tire and took her behind to dinner and paid for it and within weeks moved in with her was there to take care of her after the miscarriage and pay bills in the house with her while this woman demanded that she be moved out of Clayton County to Cobb County like her ass had all this other shit going for herself. I'm going to just let y'all know. Y'all can be on the bullshit with Risa Tisa, but two sides can be wrong. He crazy as hell. Her ass crazy as hell. And y'all crazy as hell for not pointing out real shit. I'm not sympathizing with that woman on one bit. I done been lied to and I done lied. I done been in some shit and I can take accountability for my end of the bull. But when y'all sit here and I'm going to tell you this, Risa Tisa was honestly being 100 with y'all when she said, you know, she saw, I know you're going to think I'm crazy, but he was saying this and that. See, this is the thing. I know somebody trying to buy sympathy when I see it. I done did the shit and I know what it's like to do it. 
Okay? You know damn well what you was doing. You know damn well. You know what I'm saying? You saw what you saw. You know what this nigga was about. But you didn't ignore red flags. You totally saw what this nigga was about. And you went along with it because of what your end goal was. Okay? And I'm going to say it one more time. Because y'all not going to sit up here and talk shit about Portia supposedly getting a divorce from Simon and throw her under the bus and call her a damn city girl when y'all ain't gonna recognize that just because Risa Tisa is overweight that she can't be a city girl. It's plenty overweight city girls. It's plenty city girls that don't have the stereotypical pretty face, pretty body. They have the same damn mindset, okay? Risa Tisa would have not given that man the time of freaking day if he if she let if he let her know that he was a Fort Lift driver, two-time divorcee, and was in between having a place to stay. You know damn well that girl wouldn't gave that man a damn second damn thought. She was gung ho. When that man paid for that tire and paid for that damn meal for her, she had not had something like that done before. But instead of her saying, oh wow, this is nice. She got on this bullshit about, oh, he do this and that for me, girl. He do this and that. And started demanding stuff from this man. Like she was owed that. I'm going to say it one more time. One more time. Don't nobody owe you shit. If that man makes 100, 150, 200, 250, 300, <clears throat> he don't owe you shit. Y'all supposed to be going out on a date. He's never really met you in person. You call him and say, hey, I got a flat tire. I'm going to have to go to um, pull off. I think it's a place off the side. And I'm going to have to get you know my, my car fixed. He puts the donut on your tire. He comes and meets you. Put the donut on your car. He's not obligated to pay for a tire for you. You city girl mentality heifers need to cut it out. Nobody owes you nothing. Stop, stop with this bullshit where you feel like somebody owes you what you can't do for yourself. Because what y'all fail to listen to is how Risa Tisa herself said she could not even afford the lifestyle that she wanted for herself. So how the hell are you going to push that off on somebody else to do for you? But if a man did it, y'all going to sit and call him a sorry-ass nigga. Oh, dusty-ass nigga. Looking for me to do for you? I'm not going to do this and that. I wouldn't either. But let's call a spade a spade, okay? Two sides can be right, just like two sides can be wrong. The two of them were full of shits from the beginning. Willie Earl wants to be who he honestly does not take the time to be. And what I mean by that is, it take a lot of time and effort to lie that damn much. And how do I know? I have children by somebody that's a pathological liar. And I thought about, like, the death of the child, the stepchild and stuff. Yeah, I, I heard all kinds of stories like that. And what I said to my ex at that time, I said to him, you take too much damn time and put too much effort into lying. You could be the fucking, you know, president of the United States if you put more damn time and effort into you as you did into lying about shit. 
Like, you could have had three, four, five damn BMWs by now. But you put more damn time and effort into lying about shit than actually working towards getting your goals. And that's the problem. Will Errol ain't worth shit because he's probably lazy. He's a liar. And he sees, like, more, um, what's the word? Like, he, he can see how exciting those stories are. And he gets like kind of like a rush out of sitting and saying that stuff. And he's not even putting forth the effort. But it's honestly something that he would actually like. It's like in his head, he liked to be able to live that way. He liked to be that man in charge and like to have things that way and have money at his disposal and be able to take care of his lady in that way. But Willie Earl dry to Fort Live. And he ain't trying to do nothing else outside of doing that. He spent too much damn time on the phone lying, Googling shit just to prove a point to cover a lie after lie after lie instead of doing what he needs to do to advance to the next level. You can talk all the shit that you want about Willie Earl. I ain't giving that nigga a pass either because like I said, all that damn time and effort in the line, your ass could have owned a damn company. You could have owned damn BMWs, everything. You could have been had a damn 700K house in Atlanta living in Cobb County okay but can we acknowledge the fact that Risa Tisa ass <clears throat> Risa Tisa ass could have set some goals too as to how she was going to get her nice luxury townhouse on the good side of town and how she was going to be able to afford that nice five no 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 that next that nice x5 you know bmw with the cognac emphasis is on cognac interior you know exactly to the detail of how you want things that you don't want to work for how is she any better than willie earl he fucking pretending her ass just throwing out damn wish list left and right and ain't even trying i mean both of them just over there playing tennis back and forth with the bullshit back and forth with the bullshit and then i gave us a 50 part damn docuseries and people done gave this girl 80 something thousand dollars talking about bmw in the chat all these other places y'all feeling sorry for somebody who honestly is playing you she is playing you to get the life that her ass won't even work to get and Willie Earl gonna capitalize off his shit too. Cause let me tell you, if I was Willie Earl, oh no, nah, that bitch ain't about to get 80,000. Because if the damn feminists enter the chat and they gonna back her and make sure she get 86,000, I'm going to the Red Cup, okay? I'ma sit here and talk some shit about these females and see if these niggas gonna give me at least 100K. And I'm gonna get me my five series. I'ma get me a nice something. Yeah, yeah, seriously, y'all falling for the bullshit or really, really? I-, I can call bullshit when I see it. Both sides ain't worth a damn. She ain't worth shit. He ain't worth shit. Neither side is worth the shit. Okay. Again, two sides can be right and two sides can be wrong. With the gender war bull crap, the problem is there are so many women and men that are so ready to point fingers that they don't look within. You have women that fail to take responsibility for the parts they play in the bullshit. You have men who totally ignore that they have played a significant part in the bullshit and totally refuse to take accountability for their part. 
both sides full of shit just playing tennis back and forth back and forth just just going back and forth with the bullshit and no one will call just no one will call the game and just say you know what the hell with both sides of y'all i'm just like so over it where i'm just like you know what the hell with both sides both of y'all go sit down get therapy heal and let's come back to the drawing let's come back to the table at a different time like you know let's just come back to the drawing board at a different time after you've healed, after you've actually done some self, you know what I'm saying? Some time, had some time with self. After you've actually done that deep dive, you've taken accountability for the shit that you've done. Like I can 100% tell you, I could relate to the Risa Tisa story, but I can stand on my bullshit too. Because when I met my kid's father, I had just gotten out of a situation shit with somebody. I found out that that person was in Miami with another woman living it up in South Beach. I saw the pictures, okay? On social media, I'm just scrolling through and I'm like, whoa. So you took somebody else to South Beach? When I've been asking for us to take a vacation together, when I've been asking for us to go to the Miami Heat, that's when the three-peat was there. You know, you had Bosch, Wade, and Braun. I'm pissed off. I am thoroughly pissed off. Because I got my own money. I can pay my way. I'm just trying to figure out why you took her and you left me home. I was pissed. I was very much so pissed. And so I moved on. But not really. I said, I'm about to find somebody else. I'm about to go dating. I'm not even going to worry about him. Because what do a lot of women do? And men go to the next. I moved on and I done around an online date and I thought all these people are odd. All of them are weird and they need to be locked up somewhere. <clears throat> My last round of online dating, I saw that this guy kept trying to contact me for like months. And I was like, I don't feel like being about these weirdos. But for some reason I said, let me see. I mean, he was trying to contact me for a couple of months, asked me to go out, stuff like that. So I inboxed him, you know, we chatted back and forth. Finally, we exchanged numbers. Exchanged numbers, I talked to this guy. The first conversation, I said to myself, hell no, this ain't my type of dude. But because there's nobody else answering the phone, phone dry as fuck, phone dry as the Sahara, and nobody else is calling, the person you want to call don't call you. He too busy having him a good time with his new thing. You pissed off. I continued to go back and forth talking with this guy, knowing damn well I wasn't 100% interested. I wasn't, okay? I was not 100% interested. I was never in love, never in like, never in lust. It was primarily driven by, I'm going to have me somebody just like you got somebody, okay? Me and this guy and I got into a situation same with Risa Tisa. Here it is about a month or so later. I done let this dude move in. He got some kind of story that I didn't believe that shit when he said it. But I was like, oh, well. You know, because like, I'm a logical person. I think through stuff. Yeah, he lied a lot. But the stuff that he said didn't make no damn sense. And I knew it didn't make no damn sense. Why in the hell am I sitting here going along with it? <coughs> well, the stakes got higher when I got pregnant. So I'm going to sit here and listen to this stuff and I'm going to sit here and try to hope 
that maybe now some of this stuff is true because this mofo just be telling lie after lie after lie and now some kids involved. What the hell did I do? But again, now I have what I wanted. I reached out to the old dude. I inboxed him immediately. Actually, I didn't inbox him. I texted him because we had not blocked each other. I texted him and I said, guess what? He's like, what? And I said, guess who's going to be a mommy? Old dude called me immediately. I mean, like, I literally texted him. He called me and was like, you lying. And I said, yeah, I'm pregnant. And we live together. Thinking I'm doing something, okay? Thinking I'm doing something, okay? City damn girl behavior. City damn girl behavior. I can own my bullshit. So he's like, why? Why you ain't wait to have my baby? And I was like, wait? Oh, you on the beach in Miami with old girl having a hell of a time. He was like, kid, that's somebody I met when I got down there. Me and my homeboy went to South Beach. You could have asked me that. I said, oh, well, you felt good enough about her to sit here and take pictures with her. That ain't the point. That ain't the point. You done fucking around with somebody else. Now you pregnant. And it was a back and forth. So now I'm a, I'm happy because it's like, well, now I see you really do have an interest here. Like you do love me. You mad about this. Long story short, after I had my kids, of course their dad wasn't going to do nothing because hell, I mean, he's another really damn Earl. That nigga got more damn stories than... Oh, I don't know. He got more damn stories than I, as the world turns, um, all, all, all the, all my children, general hospital, he got more stories than the stories. Okay. That's all I'm saying is that he had so many stories. He could probably write 50 damn scripts with Tyler Perry within a day and still have room for more. Okay. And so I'm sitting here thinking I'm doing a big one. But after I done brought two other little people into this bullshit, I realized I did this to be spiteful. I did this to be spiteful to this other dude. So lo and behold, after I had my kids, this guy reemerged. Like while I was pregnant, the other guy, old dude, he reemerged in my life. Was like, I'll, I'll help you. I'll take care of you and your kids. And here I am thinking, good. I wanted him. Now I got him. After I had the kids, I went through postpartum. I was having a hard time financially, this and that. And he handed me my ass at my worst. Okay? He handed me my ass. And he continuously reminded me, you had those kids by a fucking deadbeat and you knew. You knew who the fuck he was. And you should have aborted those kids as soon as you found out you were pregnant. Because you knew damn well who this nigga really was. He ain't about shit. And you can't sit here and make me take care of somebody else's kids when you already knew what the hell he was about. And so I was like, yeah, you're right. But I still went on with the sob story like Risa Tisa. Because how many women have been used, abused, and left the, and left behind to take care of some kids. So when I found out their dad was getting married to some other woman and all this stuff, I was like, what the hell? This nigga done left me behind and went and found him somebody else? I was pissed off. 
like I gave a damn. I ain't like the man like that any damn way. But again, pure city girl behavior. You know, you ain't gonna own up to the fact that you was a user too. So I went through what I went through as a single mom taking care of my kids initially. But I can honestly say it was very, very hard, very, very difficult. But I had to own up to my own shit that I did this. And because I did not do what I was supposed to do to make sure that, hey, there's no kids or nobody extra involved. And I did not. I wasn't honest with this man. I wasn't honest with him that I really still love my ex, that I really wanted that man. And I was mad that I saw him with another woman. And I honestly only walked away from him. And I met I met like this guy like months later, like six months later. So I only walked away from my ex because I was pissed off and I wanted to prove a point to him that I could get somebody else. And I'm gonna live a good life and I'm gonna get married and we're gonna have kids and I'm gonna have all those things. And this is the same man that ended up having to buy diapers for my babies um, and help me out here and there. But at the same time, he let me know, I'm not going to take on a full responsibility of this because this is your freaking fault. And you knew what you were getting yourself into. You were just trying to get back at me. And when I realized that, I realized that, okay, I got to take accountability for my end of this. Because how many times do your girlfriends or your friends or your sister tell you a story about what a man did and how he cheated and how he lied, but they don't be telling you the full story, okay? They don't tell you that, you know, you honestly allow certain things up front because you were more concerned about just having a man around than having somebody that you knew, you know what I'm saying, could respect you and uphold his end of the deal. A lot of times people don't give you the full story, so they give you what they want you to hear. I will say this, Risa Tisa is telling y'all, but y'all are just sympathizing because of your pain. And I didn't, I, when I heard her story right off the bat, I knew exactly what the deal was because I had city girl mentality too. And I knew exactly what the hell she was up to. It didn't take me long to catch on to that one. Even listening to Willie Earl with his foolery. I was like, he just crazy as hell. But the bottom line is this. <clears throat> and I want to point this out. If, and I said this before, and I just want to say it again. If Willie Earl had met Risa Tisa on that website and said that he was a forklift driver, two-time divorcee with kids, and in between having a place to stay, you know, if he walked to her, walked up to her six foot five, Heavy set guy like he was. He was in the 3X, she said, when he when she met him. If if he walked up to her, even though he dressed nice and this and that, but he was a Fort Lift driver, okay? Two-time divorcee with kids, and he was in between having a place to stay. He didn't have all his shit together. Do you feel that Risa Tisa would have still taken a chance with old Willie Earl? Risa Tisa would have not. And let me explain why. Oh, this moment of transparency. I just have to. I am plus size. I do not like big men. I don't. 
I do not like morbidly obese men. Oh, God. I hate to say it. I don't. I really don't. I really, really don't. And I tend to like very attractive men. Like moderately attractive to really attractive men. I don't 100% like ugly men. I don't know too many ugly dudes I talk to that I would really take seriously. Um, I don't really like guys that are short. I don't really like guys that are short. I have preferences. As hefty as my ass is right now, okay? I have preferences. I've had preferences when I was smaller and I've had preferences now. Risa Tisa probably was never always, even if she was, there was probably a point in her life when she probably wasn't as heavy as she is now. Um, and she's always had those preferences. And the reason I say that is because even though I'm vastly overweight right now, because child, it's been a time. Okay. Um, there was a time when I had no real, no real issue attracting who I wanted to attract. Okay. Like if I was like a certain size, I knew dudes would talk to me. I knew that. And having that type mentality, that kind of city girl mentality, like if I wanted to go out on a date or something like that, guys will always take me out. I ain't never had a problem with guys taking me out and, and being, you know what I'm saying? Being there for me like that. I ain't never had no problem with them being attracted to me like that either. I'm talking about from the finest of the fine to the moderately fine. Exactly. So I, I just, I'm just saying I've not had that problem. Now, as I've gained weight, and Lord knows things have whew, changed. Okay. As I've gained weight and things have changed as far as my appearance, um, I realize I don't have that same pull. I ain't stupid. I ain't stupid. I know that. So there was a time I got myself out of the dating pool because I knew I'm not going to be able to attract that type of guy. Not like this. Realistically. I don't care how bad you sit here and go, ah, you think, no, no, no. Realistically, men are very visual. Okay. And you're in Atlanta. She's in, she's outside Atlanta with all the Build-A-Bear bodies and natural bodies that are on fire, honey. Okay. Come on now. I already know I need to compete. (laughs) If I got all my other shit together. And I snatched his body up. Girl, it's going to be some. Okay. So I honestly can say that Risa Tisa would have not dated that guy if she felt like he didn't have certain things because she had preferences, y'all. Don't be looking at her just because she plus size and thinking she she's so lowly. She's so this and that plus size women have preferences, too, because it's a lot of us that may have gained weight to get to this point. But we at some point weren't and we have some real preferences and our preferences might be way more off the chart than your average pretty boy. And so that's where a lot of people are kind of like pity partying her. You understand what I'm saying? And I'm like, no, 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 no. Risa Tisa didn't want no broke-ass man either. She didn't want nobody that didn't have this and didn't have that. And the reason I say that is, again, when her tire blew and he told her just pull off to the side, you know, that exit, he 
changed the tire, got her a new tire, still took her out to dinner. She had no problem with that. She had no problem. After about two, three weeks, you know, this man moves in with you. Y'all effing, no protection. Okay. You get pregnant. And the next thing is we're Christian. We felt convicted. Don't try it. Don't try it, Risa. Don't try that shit with me. Girl, I've been a city girl. I've been a city. I'm I'm retired, okay? I've been a city girl. I already know what you're trying to do, girl. I can see right through that. You're trying to cover for your bullshit. You don't want nobody to know you really a city girl. From one city girl to the next, I see you. I see you, boo. Okay? I see you. All right? Um, I see this. That's why I love Portia Williams. I see her too. Y'all hate Portia because Portia's a typical pretty girl and you want to hate on her. Well, she ain't up but a hoe. She ain't up but this and that. You got plenty plus size women, plenty Risa Tisas out there that do the same type of hoe shit that Portia do behind closed doors and right outs. Don't be sitting here sympathizing with Risa Tisa and oh, woe is me and violining it all up. You know, pity party all day because she's plus size and he took her for granted. Girl, bye. From one city girl to another, I already see that. I already knew exactly what that was about. And she was with that dude because she felt like, oh, good. He he probably paid for this and that. Oh, good. He done paid for this. Yeah, girl. She probably was at work talking to her mama and him. I got me a good one. Yeah, he's a VP. He does this, 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 and that. Yeah, um, we're about to get a house. He got the approval. He showed me the approval letter. So we're going to be moving to Cobb County. And I told him we cannot stay in this county. I'm not going to have children in this county. If you know, you know. You got all that kind of taste, boo-boo. Boo-boo, all that kind of taste. You got the caviar taste, but the damn sardine budget. All that caviar taste and nothing but sardines. But no one will be honest with her about it because y'all want to pity party her because she plus size. Cut it out. Cut it out. Cut it out. I'm plus size. I've been city girl mentality. And I know exactly what she's doing. City girl mentality. Seriously. I done been out with a dude recently that took me out to dinner. And I done sat there and not really tricked him. But bottom line is he thought I was leaving. I was like, look, I'm about to go. You know, I'm almost done with my food. He want to come. I want to come see you. I want to come see you. So I'm about to come to the restaurant. You come to the restaurant. Well, I'm hungry. Let's have a drink together. Okay, cool. But you're going to pay for my food too. I don't care that I got here and I ain't tell you. But, you know, you're going to pay for my food today. And he did. And he did. I'm just telling you. City girls are city girls. Regardless of what they look like. Just because she's plus size doesn't mean she didn't know how to play the game. She was. She's telling y'all this story. She got this whole thing, this whole thing blown up on TikTok. And y'all, oh, I feel so sorry for Teresa Tisa. It's so many guys out here. It's, oh my God. But nobody's talking about on the flip end, because I'm going to call a spade a spade. Nobody's talking about how Willie Earl from the very beginning was willing to help her out. 
even with him being a forklift driver, wherever he got that PPE or, or um, COVID money from, I don't care. It's just the fact that he was willing to do stuff for her. He was willing to pay for her tire. He was willing to pay for, pay for things in the house and take her out to dinner and do for her. And she would sit there and get pissed off because he didn't do this, 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 and that. Y'all want to sit there and trip on the ring. He didn't buy her this and that. Um, Risa Tisa, she told y'all she couldn't work from home during the damn pandemic because her lazy ass wouldn't even get her ass up and do her job. And y'all sympathizing with Risa. Y'all, y'all want to sit here and, and sympathize with Risa Tisa? I'm going to call a spade a spade. She a city girl. Bye.